Welcome to episode number three of Product Management Meets Pop Culture, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Cummings. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Xbox Live arcade game, Shadow Complex, the new book, Wired to Care, and look at how customer empathy can help drive your business forward, all in 10 minutes or less. You trained me, Dad. There's a difference. I'm not you. I don't want to kill people. Someday, you're going to find something worth fighting for. I swear I'm not an Oh, no. Claire. That's a clip from Shadow Complex, developed by Chair Entertainment, currently available for download exclusively on Xbox Live Arcade. And I bring it up today because, well, because I love that game, and this podcast is all about things that I love, but there's something there I think we can all learn from. So a little background. Shadow Complex launched on August 19th, 2009, and sold over 200,000 copies during its first week of release. That number in and of itself is amazing. The game got great reviews, looking at Metacritic right now, it's got a score of 88 out of 100, which is uh, pretty great. As of this date, actually, Shadow Complex holds the record for the most downloaded single-player game ever on Xbox Live Arcade. So, what's going on here? What is it that makes this game so special? What can we learn from its success? Story-wise, you play a reluctant hero. Your girlfriend gets kidnapped, you've got to save her, and your attempts to rescue her suck you into a conspiracy to overthrow the U.S. government. It's dark, it's exciting, it might not sound like the most original premise ever, but after spending over eight hours with this game, I can tell you, just like those sales and other metrics indicate, there is something special here. Shadow Complex is an old-school kind of game, a 2D side-scrolling action-adventure, the kind of thing you, you just don't see on consoles that much anymore. What the developers have done is take the best elements of games from that genre, classics like Metroid, like Castlevania. They've taken exploration, puzzle solving, backtracking to find items that you couldn't reach before, and then combine those elements with modern high-intensity shooting and tactical combat. Those kinds of cover shooter mechanics are a much more recent development in game design, and one, frankly, I never expected to see in a 2D side-scrolling game. Except, this isn't just a 2D game. The game itself is really 3D. It uses real physics, real gravity, and while you as the player are mainly restricted to a 2D side-to-side plane, the enemies aren't. That means, for example, bad guys can come running towards you from a hall down in the distance, or there might be boxes in the way that hide things from your view. All of this makes for a new kind of experience, a fun experience, not a perfect experience. There are drawbacks to the game, mainly I think relating to the AI, by which I mean sometimes enemies, not often, but sometimes, don't recognize that you're an enemy to them. So you bump into them and their reaction isn't, oh, I'm going to kill you, it's, you know, kind of, eh, no reaction. That breaks the suspension of disbelief at times. Still, for me, this game is pure gold, well worth playing. Now, let's listen to Donald Mustard, the creative director of Shadow Complex, explained the game's origins and why now is the right time to make this game. You know, from a game design standpoint, uh, growing up, some of my very favorite games were games like uh, Super Metroid and Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And we thought it would be really, really cool to 
to kind of make a new entry into that category of games, to take that really exploration-based style of gameplay and then bring it forward into the, to the modern generation of games by combining uh, all sorts of new elements and really combining that with the power of Unreal Engine 3 to add really complex AI and physics and, and graphics to create just a really compelling new side-scroller experience. I think the downloadable space is such a, an awesome opportunity for people to make uh, games like this, a game that wouldn't necessarily be viable uh, at retail. Um, but, but has great opportunity in the, in the downloadable space. I mean, there's really no reason, in my opinion, why a game that's on the downloadable space can't be as, as rich and as full and as full-featured as any, as any retail title. And, uh, and we think we've accomplished that with Shadow Complex. And that's the secret right there. What makes this game so special? It's not just a retro trip. It combines the old with the new, in terms of gameplay, in terms of distribution, and then it creates something greater than the sum of its parts. Backing up a bit, going back to the game design. Clearly, they were inspired by classic games of yore. And there's a name for that. No, not homage, not rip-off, you jokers. I'm talking about customer empathy. And what does that mean in this context? What does that mean? Customer empathy is more than just listening to your customers, which, of course, you need to do as a product manager. It's walking a mile in their shoes, understanding them. In some ways, in the, in the case of Chair, it's being them. In his new book, Wired to Care, Dave Patniak, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, talks about customer empathy. This is not a touchy-feely kind of thing, but it is important. Let's have him explain what it means. Continuing our gaming theme, He's going to use Microsoft here as an example, comparing their successful Xbox product to their unsuccessful Zune. Two products developed by the same company, using many of the same resources, but very different outcomes. So Microsoft now had a formula for success. And so they took the same team, the guys who had worked on the Xbox, plus a few other folks who really understood entertainment, put them on it, gave them a similar timeline to the Xbox, gave them similar resources to the Xbox, and said, go after iPod and do to iPod what you did to Sony. And so uh, in the fall of 2006, uh, Microsoft released Zune. Any of you have a Zune show of hands around here? You know, it's amazing how few people I come across who actually have this thing. Some people even look at me and say, what's a Zune, right? It's a fascinating thing at, at how poorly this thing launched. The interface was horrible. The experience was clunky. Uh, one online critic said that the process of installing a, a Zune on my computer was about as pleasurable as having an airbag explode in my face. And looking at Zune, they said we had, you know, we looked at this and we said the numbers for this bore this out. Zune sold about 2 million units in the first 18 months. In that same time, Apple sold over 84 million iPods. Right? Um, this is the industry definition of having your clock cleaned. And looking at th this, we were fascinated because we said, what is the difference between Xbox and Zune? Because we're talking about the same company, often the same exact people. We're talking about similar resources and timeline and competitive position. And so we spent time examining the case and looking at the data and interviewing some of the key people who were on these development teams. 
And one thing stood out to us that was startlingly clear when we started talking to folks. Uh, and, and it came down to a question of empathy. The story we heard over and over from Microsoft developers went like this. It said that the biggest challenge when creating Zune was trying to figure out who we were building it for. You see, for, for, for Zune, we, you know, it was, it was a complete confusion. We didn't know who we were making it for. We were running off of PowerPoint and consultant research and market research reports. And with Xbox, we knew those guys. Hell, we were those guys. One of the many other examples from Wired to Care involves a designer who went undercover as an 85-year-old woman so she could see what life is like when you're old. She discovered life is hard. Not because you're old, not because you're unhealthy, but because the world around you isn't designed for you. Everywhere she looked, from pill bottles to stairs to telephones, all these things we take for granted, all around us, there were opportunities for improvement. And what she found was, if you make things better for the elderly, you make them better, you make them easier for everyone. So what does that mean? Tying it back. Do you need to be a gamer to make games? Do you need to be an accountant to make Excel? No. Do you need to be able to reach outside yourself to see the world through other people's eyes? Yes. That's where you find business opportunities. Couple that with a new distribution platform like Chair did with Shadow Complex, and you've got a real chance of success. Well, that's all the time we have today. Show notes, including links to the presentations featured in today's episode, are available at ChristopherCummings.com. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, please join me on Twitter. My username there is ChrisCummings01. If you're on Xbox, my gamer tag is Sunstorm723. Don't let that throw you. Bonus points if you know who or what Sunstorm is. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.